The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is July 28th in this year, 2023, and this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about SmackDown. We are a week away from SummerSlam. And I'm here tonight with NYC Demon Diva Issa and Mr. Alfred Kanawa. And you could tell by the looks on their faces, they cannot be more excited with Woo! SummerSlam, a mere eight days away. You can tell by my shirt, I can't be more excited for SummerSlam. Yes, you're so excited and you just can't hide it. Yeah. Uh, good for the three of us to be back. I apologize for being out Tuesday. It's okay. You missed a pretty decent show, but uh, we did our best without you. And uh, we got the NXT premium live event coming up this weekend. Great American Bash. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Tony D'Angelo and Stacks. They're going to win yeah. gold. If not, we riot. Yes. It might be the night. Might be the night. It will be the night. Don't say Hopefully. might. Uh, you're always telling me not to get my expectations up, so I'm not getting my expectations up for Tony D and Stacks to win. And if they do, it'll be a pleasant surprise. Don't get your expectations up. You're absolutely right. But also, at least help it out by manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Is that Tony what you've D done? Stacks for the win. Wait, Issa, is that how Roman's entire championship reign came to be? You made a vision board? And like an altar with candles, dog heads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yellow jackets, yellow jackets, boys. Good. Good. Uh, so before we dive into SmackDown tonight, and a fun SmackDown it was, Alfred, what's going on in the news? Well, some uh, health news regarding the WWE chairman. Vince McMahon, he had major spinal surgery this week. This according to TMZ, Vince McMahon currently on the mend from major spinal surgery. McMahon uh, in his mid-70s, these are the type of things that uh, you're going to need to take care of. Of course, he took some crazy bumps over the years. That bump that he took at St. Valentine's Day Massacre comes to mind where he landed back yeah. first on a barricade or a table, I believe, the edge of the table, and uh, so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere, a report by TMZ that uh, Vince McMahon Spinal surgery, Isa. Well, I hope he recovers and gets well soon. Yes. It's it's crazy, but it's also interesting given the hundreds of wrestlers that have worked for him. You know, he's often said he wouldn't ask some somebody to do something he himself would not do. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Uh, but you know, he he made it through. So now all the other wrestlers are going to have to get spinal surgery is what you're saying? I mean, quite a few. of. I mean, you look at it. If you made a list, 
There, there's an article for Forbes. That's a series for Forbes, Alfred. Here's every surgery a WWE wrestler has ever had to get. I mean, these things are no joke. And I think that no. this is, you know, yet another like love him, hate him, have issues with him. This is another case of VKM putting his money where his mouth is, and uh, you know, living the life. Yeah, he is more in a remote capacity. You know, whenever he does show up backstage, for whatever reason, it becomes news, but he's more remote. So that's one thing that Vince McMahon wouldn't have to worry about traveling from town to town. So I'm sure his influence is still around the product because it's not like he has to appear in person. But uh, he would have no choice but to slow down, you would think. I know Vince McMahon is somebody who's always said he wants to die in the chair and whatnot, but you get major spinal surgery at that age. At some point, at least wait, wait, wait. you're going to have to slow down. Wait, let's clarify the statement. Vince always said he wants to die in the chair. That's, that's like, what he said. That's, that's like the most gangster rap lyric ever. I want to <laughs> die in the chair. <laughs> he wants to go out like a G. In gorilla position. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In the gorilla uh, position. Um, the, that also sounds really. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those nights, people. Um, what else is going on in the news? Well, the future of AEW's elite kind of seems like it's up in the air. The contract for the members of the elite, that being Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, are all coming due in 2024 of course they recently made waves i believe this was after blood and guts off air when they said that they're going to stick together no matter what but it is expected that the elite will wind back with aew we'll see their contracts are coming up in 2024 isa do you think there's any chance that the elite not necessarily signs with wwe but that the elite somehow leaves aew that the elite leaves all elite <laughs> no yeah yeah, they, they do more elite wrestling. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't see them leaving. But then again, I didn't think Cody would, and he did. But I yeah. really just don't see it happening. No, slow news week, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Tony Khan can't afford to lose more of the core founders of the company. Um, yeah, you would think so. And I, I would agree. I would tend to agree because they're the ones who are like the bedrock of AEW. And once that starts unraveling and it's not about these guys who are differentiating the product. Yeah, it would be very tough sledding, especially if you lost them all because they do have, they have been talking like it's a package deal. If he lost yeah. all of them at the same time, he would be screwed because there's very little foundation under that. And as you saw on dynamite women's division is struggling as well. That could be something that he can build up in terms of being able to support the product in addition to the elite, but they're having the problems with that as well. Well, and um, look, you could say Jericho or Moxley, there's more of a yeah. connector or door, but like with the Bucks and Kenny, that would be massive malfeasance on Tony Khan's part to let that happen, you know? And I don't think, I don't think Jericho or Moxley would at this point, maybe more. If I had to bet, I would say more Jericho than Moxley. But look, I mean, look, uh, you know, there's rumors with Pillman. You know, is that happening? Is WWE maybe going to do a freeze on new talent? Like, the, the door might be, uh, the gates might be closed to greener pastures at this point. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were. WWE really does need to now start focusing on all these talent that has returned. There have been so many returns in WWE over mm -hmm. the past recent months, and that kind of slowed down as it should have. We don't need people to keep coming back, and then they don't have anything for them, especially because so few of these talents have returned have actually leveled mm -hmm. up. So now it's time to just kind of focus on what you have, I think. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? 
Well, finally, on the slow news day, good old JR, his contract is coming due within the next couple of months. Jim Ross made it clear that he does want to come back to AEW, but does not know if he will be um, re-signed with the company. Of course, he's struggled with some health issues, uh, sciatica, uh, in addition to some Bell's palsies episodes and whatnot. So get well soon, JR. But uh, he has expressed that he still wants to call wrestling matches. I've always thought that Jim Ross, and I've always been surprised. I don't know to what degree Tony Khan interacts with Jim Ross about creative, but I think if anybody should be like a mentor to Tony Khan, kind of like what he wanted William Regal to be. It should be a Jim Ross. I mean, this man used to be the point person and Jim Vince McMahon's right-hand man in terms of yeah. talent relations. So that's something that I think Tony Khan could really use help in. Yeah, but I'm sure back then he knew who the wrestlers were. He doesn't know. <laughs> that's the thing. What that's commentary. <laughs> that's commentary. Jim Ross's commentary may have fallen off a little bit, but the man's mind for the wrestling business, especially if you listen to his podcast, the guy is still sharp as a whip. And it's easy to cast Jim Ross as like, oh, he's an old timer who has an old school belief in wrestling. This is a guy who convinced Vince McMahon to put Rey Mysterio over and Brian Danielson and like really does get like the modern day wrestler and somebody who has a mind that you can say what you want about Tony Khan being a billionaire and somebody who is passionate about the product, but he'll never have the type of experience and knowledge that a Jim Ross does. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, so I have a news story. Okay. And let me, let me tease this properly. It involves a wrestler, a wrestler who has wrestled for the WWF, the WWE, the WCW, Impact Wrestling, ECW. The one place they have not shown up is AEW. Can you guess the wrestler I am talking about? Rob Van Dam. Has he been in AEW? No, he has been in AEW. Still alive, still with us. Still alive. And they've been what what promotions? Every promotion except AEW, you think? Every promotion except AEW. In fact, uh, a partner of this wrestler has an upcoming angle in NWA. So further checking off the list, AEW, the one promotion on the list they have not worked for. Of course, I am talking about Shaggy Two Dope of the Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> who I hung out with a little bit last night. Wow! In Las Vegas, and we were talking about some memories of growing up in Michigan. You know, getting our haircut and ice cream at the Meyer, eating at Ponderosa Steakhouse, and drinking Fago. But I said, Shags, Mister Two Dope, why have you not appeared yet in AEW? And I confirmed two things. One, while Violent J is working an angle with Vampiro in uh, NWA coming up, that Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope, now that they are 48 years old, do not want to take bumps anymore. So they will wrestle, but not in an in-ring capacity of, of having to bump. Uh, but I did confirm that AEW to date has not reached out to them. The one company Travesty. on the list. Travesty, the hottest free agent in all of wrestling. Was this a planned hangout between you and Shaggy Two Dope, or did you just run into each other? No, no. It was funny. I paid for the meet and greet because I wanted to meet him, and then we started talking about Michigan stuff, and then next thing you know, it turned into, like, a whole thing of hanging out with him and his <laughs> wife, who's also our agent from Michigan, and uh, it just, it was, cr it was crazy. It was one of those things where, you know, it's supposed to be a photo and a handshake, and it becomes this whole conversation. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but it was a weird show seeing Shaggy Two Dope solo last night in uh downtown las vegas but yeah the AEW thing i mean when you think about it i mean tony khan should like this is one of those things right this is like betty white hosting snl like this just needs to happen <laughs> they've worked for every single promotion in the last 30 years every promotion of note like they need to do something with AEW. they can join the mogul embassy 
Yeah, I mean, this is like the wrestling ego. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would they do that? No. Yes, but this is this the is wrestling like a wrestling egot. Yes, it's the wrestling egot. <laughs> they is... need to make it happen. Wait, they don't need you to need to win happen. titles in these promotions for that to get in the egot conversation, or just is appearing just enough? I don't know, man. Could you think of? It's a short list. I think you'd be hard pressed yeah. to name even five wrestlers that literally got every major promotion of the last thirty years. Yeah, you know, Sting's on the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not ECW though. If we're no, if we're that's true. ECW. See, this is where it's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it's weird trivia, but I'm campaigning for it. ICP for AEW, and then ICP for WWE Hall of Fame. We Let's need go. to make it happen. Got to juggle a fest. Man, the, the, it was it was pretty well attended last night. Yeah, like it was a smaller venue. They are still a draw, and they, they sell merch like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. it's really insane. Um, so let's talk about SmackDown tonight. Yes, let's. Let's. <laughs> Issa, were you excited for tonight's show? Of course I was. <laughs> we had Roman Reigns appearance. We had LWO on LWO. Uh, that was a little that, weird. That was, that was about it. <laughs> but I was excited. You say Roman Reigns is going to be there. I'm excited. My body's ready. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Now I had like five threads of a joke, and I was just Come like, no, none of them, none of them, none of them are connecting. But they Come started. On with it. started. Uh, so Jay Uso was in the ring, and Roman Reigns came out there to confront him. Of course, setting up further this match for SummerSlam. That given how dominant Jay looked at the end of tonight, Jay <laughs> is not winning this match at SummerSlam. He looked dominant. Yeah, yeah he, he, they gave he, him. I mean, I guess in Jay Uso's world, that is. They gave, they gave him that moment. They gave him that moment. What moment? The like, moment when he was like, he was taken, he took out Solo. When he hit a worse beard than Edge? That, that's the yeah, moment okay, they gave it him? Was a, it was a moment, Issa. It was like not a moment. You would. I mean, you like Cody Rhodes, so your taste has it's always been yeah. questioned Who here. doesn't like Cody Rhodes? And speaking of which, thank you for that segue. I did interview Cody Rhodes today. That interview will be coming out in a couple of days. I may or may not have worn a suit for the occasion. It may or may wow. not have looked better than Cody's suit, uh, but we had a great conversation. And for, here's a little tea for everybody exclusive. Cody Rhodes is rooting for Jay Uso to beat Roman Reigns at he SummerSlam would. because he is a class act. When are you getting a matching tattoo, Alfred? I don't know the neck tattoo. I need a good neck tattoo artist. Okay, it can't just be anybody. Just talk to your friend arm. Cody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get the same artwork, man. Um, Issa, what did you think of this opening segment tonight? I, I love how you recapped it because you said Roman comes out to confront Jay Uso. That's all you said. You don't talk about how okay. fake. Jay well, Uso I was gonna is. let you. I was how Jay you get Uso? Into it. Well, let me get into it. How okay. Jay Uso <laughs> exposes himself. <laughs> He sits there and tells Roman Reigns, you broke up the bloodline. Bro, you broke up the bloodline. Like, is he delusional? Whatever he's on, I actually don't want to be on. But what is he talking about? What is he talking about? He is all alone. What is he going to do if he was to win at SummerSlam? Be on his own? And then what? Lose on his first title defense? Mm. Jay Wilson needs to come back to reality. He broke up the bloodline. Him and Jimmy stepped away. So whatever it is that happens here, he cannot sit there and try to reverse psychology. The tribal chief, you, we will not be manipulated by your gaslighting. So thank you. Alfred. Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> what you think? Uh, I thought uh, 
Obviously, Roman Reigns is the one who broke up the bloodline. He only has himself to blame. Cody Rhodes predicted all of this months ago, the week before WrestleMania, that one by one, everybody's going to leave boy. him. Like He's down to Solo and Paul Heyman, who will leave Roman Reigns eventually. But I will say, WWE might have done too much of a good job promoting this show. I feel like it's peaked two weeks early because that contract signing we really didn't need didn't really add yeah. much storyline wise this opening segment was a big nothing it was just roman reigns repeating the same gaslighting talking points it was very similar to segments they've done in the past so i can only imagine they still have one more show to go and again they've done a good job promoting this show i'm very excited for a lot of these matches having said that i feel like they peaked it a little bit early because i can't see what they would do next week that's a big deal headed into SummerSlam. I, I do think they have a problem where sometimes they don't build for long enough and sometimes they build for too long. Yeah. It's like the sweet spot should be maybe three weeks. I feel like NXT I, hit the sweet spot. Yeah, that's true. I do think that the uh, injury of Jimmy Uso, the legit injury of Jimmy Uso, might have shaken things up on how this mm. program was going to be presented. But how legit? I mean, does he return in the SummerSlam match? Because that seems like a pretty compelling angle. I mean, they mentioned him up and down the show, so I'd be surprised if he didn't return. They made it a point to mention him in this promo, in the main event. He was a talking point on this show. Yeah, of course, because that's all Jay is. <laughs> what the hell are you going to mention that Jay has done on his own outside of lose to Roman Reigns? So, yeah, I'm they have about to Jimmy. talk about Jimmy. That's what I'm saying. You have to talk about Jimmy to put Jay over. There's nothing that Jay has done without Jimmy. <laughs> So you have to talk about him. Otherwise, Jay becomes completely another one of those people that, you know, Roman Reigns is just going to beat. Like Cody at WrestleMania. That's going to be tough. They should dive more into that about how uh, your identity is a twin. Yeah, Roman did that tonight. Well, a little bit. Well, you got to for next week. You just said he that. He didn't dive into anything. He just We're said the a same therapist thing. And be like, You're not going to win. What, what, it must have been tough in grade school when teachers and people couldn't tell you apart. Identity crisis. Yeah. You could you could do a lot with that, actually. That's an interesting thing But to that was what Roman used on their original um, yeah. program. If you remember back in their Thunderdomes, they, they uh, say they don't I even think... know who you are. I th- I that, think was, uh, that was literally the, the entire storyline on their beginning. So I think they're trying to go a little bit different here. No use the same insults that were already used because Thunderdome Jay's doesn't count. To get it again. Thunderdome doesn't count. COVID doesn't count. <laughs> oh, it counts. Issa remembers everything that happened during the Thunderdome era. I remember everything Roman Reigns did. Yeah, there I think it's go. a Roman Reigns effect. I also remember WWE utilizing my footage rooting for Roman Reigns returning at SummerSlam, and they placed it in a promo where Drew McIntyre won the title. I will never forget how dirty I was done Let's go. at the Thunderdome era. Lucky for me, I have my own YouTube <laughs> channel, NYC Demon Diva, and you can literally see my reaction, and you can see the outfit. I don't repeat outfits, so there's another one working for me. You know what reaction that was. And they used it a promo to make me look like I was rooting for Drew McIntyre. I was done dirty. <laughs> biggest tragedy of the last three years this really Please. happened <laughs> you should sue that's that's I gimmick should. infringement um backstage jay Uso ran into grayson waller who invited jay to be a guest on the grayson waller effect but jay declined to do so and slapped waller instead because he's on hinge i don't They're know doing the the reverse goldberg with waller is that he's gonna rack up this losing streak maybe before he gets a win I don't know, Isa, with the Grayson Waller effect, 
giving Jay that rub, do you think the momentum would be great enough that he could win the title at SummerSlam? No, he's not winning. Rey Mysterio battled Santos Escobar in the finals to become the number one contender. What a video package for the U.S. The championship. Video package they put together before this match was incredible. The story between the LWO, Santos, and, and Ray, and how much this match meant to them. Now, do you guys think that this was an angle, or do you think this was a real injury? I think it was an angle. Coming out of break, it did seem like it could be real. Everybody was kind of confused. They were working on Ray, but the longer that went, the more fake it seemed, especially when they had the nice perfect camera angle of Jessica Carr mm. calling for the match. It all did seem scripted and I'm hoping it was, I'm right. especially if you watched back the replay. I mean, a lot of times we do see legit injuries where it doesn't look like much of anything, but it really didn't look like anything. He kind of hit his head against Ray's chest. He took a bump to the outside and it didn't seem like a very dangerous spot at all, but hopefully this is an angle and it, that's what it seemed like. Referee stoppage is the WWE and NXT's new favorite Finish to a match. I mean, the match was going well. I was just was expecting. Good. I was expecting like longer. I, I kind of wanted them to like go on for a while, just because I was looking forward to a little lucha libre match. Um, but I'm glad that Santos won, and I'm glad that he didn't pin Ray because maybe in the future we can still kind of mm. do this. We can go back but, to the well, right? I and mean, the well is not dry. Correct. But uh, yeah, uh, it was just very. I guess it wasn't predictable, right? But it was, just, yeah. it was it was weird. It was a weird ending, but overall happy for Santos. And hopefully, yeah, I I believe it's an angle. If it's not, I hope for a fast yeah, recovery. Yeah, I hope for Ray's Ray. okay. But this this was so booking themselves into a corner, though, having this LWO battle with no heat whatsoever. Because it was like men. a respect. I, I yeah. never felt like this was like, you don't need to break up the LWO. They have a good thing going. It really felt like a protege and mentor you know, kind of match. It was good in uh, that regard. I don't I'm not ready for the LWO to break up. So I hope that they just like go back to normal after this. And I like them hugging in the ring after, but the question is with Austin Theory watching from his private box seat, who's going to win the finals of this match? Who's going to be the US champion a little over a week from now? I just love how Austin Theory, since the last couple of weeks, has been taken further and further away from the announce desk. First, he was on yeah. commentary. didn't go well. Then they sat him next to the table. Now they've got him all the way over the skybox. <laughs> My favorite home, thing. So have another building. My favorite thing is that they had him talking all this crap. And I'm like, they can't hear you, bro. You're <laughs> all the way up there. Nobody can hear anything you're saying. Shut up and eat your popcorn. <laughs> but to answer your question, Glenn, I don't know. I don't think that this... I don't think that this Austin Theory ring is, is popping, <laughs> but I'm not sure that they go all in with Santos. So I'm really, I'm actually not sure how this match goes. And it wasn't even announced for SummerSlam, right? I think they might just do it on SmackDown. It might be next Friday, yeah. Yeah. Which really makes me think maybe Austin's winning. I think Santos winning would be a bigger SummerSlam moment. Yeah. I could see it going either way. And yes, I do think it helps this match. Austin Theory is more or less taking an L during this reign. I think it really hurt him that he cashed in that money in the bank and lost to a secondary title. And I just think he needs somewhat of a reset. And part of that should be to drop this title. Again, when he drops this title, I'm buying low on Austin Theory, but he's just not hitting right now. Right. 
Mm. Right. Did you guys see by any chance since we were talking about Rey Mysterio, Dominic did that ask Dominic on NXT's social media today? Did no. you see what they they asked him? I about saw some of it, but not the Rey part. Uh, well, they asked him if he ever thinks he will reconcile with his dad. And Dominic Mysterio says that he thinks about it every night. He keeps him up at night. But since his dad is no longer with us, rest in peace, Eddie. There's ah! nothing he can do about it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, when did Dom get this good, damn it? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Because <laughs> for a second, you know, he waited to, to mention Eddie. I was like, what are you doing? Don't break character. And then he just hit you with that. Oh, I retweeted it if people want to check it out. It was just <laughs> chef kiss. Here's... Dominic Mysterio, it's a, this is you know a uh, 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 track meet marathon, not not a sprint, right? There's a long distance running. I feel like Dominic has pulled ahead of MJF in recent months in the heel race, and part of the reason why is that Dominic <laughs> MJF is a babyface. Well, but he still, <laughs> he, but he still knows how to turn it on. He's yeah, but he's like him and Cole, the two biggest baby faces in that company. But I yeah, completely but agree with you. But what I'm saying is that like Dominic, MJF is a great heel work, but Dominic finds ways to delight and surprise us with things we just didn't see coming. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's, and that's, there's something we said for that. You know what I hate more than anything is when I'm watching a stand up comedy special of a comedian I love and I can just start predicting the punchline from the setup. Right. Yeah. That's when you know. Same with wrestling, and you can yeah. tell exactly what they're gonna say in the promo, and you're just like, you, you don't want to say like, I watch this too much because yeah, we do, but every once in a while they should be able to pull something out that you're just not expecting them to say, you know. Um, but yeah, Dom Dom has just been really really good, and I just yeah. respect man. I'm enjoying it, but I think yeah, when Dominic came on board, I I mean he was probably born wrestling right he's Rey Mysterio's son so I always was more concerned about the character is he just gonna be but he had none originally yeah right that's what I'm saying when he first got here he had that go away hit because we were like we don't want to see uh uh, you're not even race you know what I mean he couldn't wrestle with him he had a different size so I always felt like it was gonna be like working on the character so it's just been great for him to get it so fast I mean Mm -hmm. he just got here He's also yeah, got that already. intangible where people care enough to boo him the way that they do. Like oh a lot my of God. that is the people wanting to boo Dominic yeah. Mysterio. That's something I don't care how good a lot of these people are. 90% of WWE superstars, AEW superstars, something you just can't teach. It's people are going to choose who they want to react to. And Dominic is definitely one of those as a heel. Yeah. Um, the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, the people's champion, L.A. Knight, 
Yes. Was out there. SummerSlam Battle Royal winner to be. <laughs> All right, but the Uncle Phil line was funny. It was good. It was I mean, Hit Row's getting screen time tonight. That was nice yeah. to see. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Top down. Oh, my God. No, the announcer. Not Michael Cole. Oh, oh Wade right. Barrett. Wade yeah. Barrett called Top Dollar the goat. And Michael Cole said he's a cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so LA Knight took on a Shanti Adonis. Uh, Shanti and uh, Hero got a little bit of offense in, but LA Knight won this match. Yeah, they know what they have in LA Knight. They're not. Yeah, I mean, they're going to they're gonna put people... him in the Battle Royal. Yeah. They know exactly what they got. And there's no guarantee he's even going to win that. I know a lot of people <laughs> are restless, but like WWE has their own plan and they're going to slow play this thing, but they clearly know that LA Knight is a big star. He's selling a lot of merch. Him and Cody are the big, biggest merch sellers right now in WWE in the top five. He got course. a louder reaction and, uh, than Roman got it. tonight. Oh, yeah. At the biggest pop of the night. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I seconded that. Issa, girl, you know it's true. Girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know. <laughs> that the, the best behind the music ever. That that, that was the first one yeah. in the music. Yeah, and then it peaked. Wait, that was the first one. Yeah, that and MC Hammer aired yeah. on the same wow. night. It's funny. I was going to say that's the, that's the show that got me into behind the music, but yeah, that's the first, that's behind, the first the behind the music. <laughs> That's hilarious. The both the documentary, the Millie Vanilli documentary, and the fictional adapt, adaptation are both coming out like in the next yeah. year. Looking nice. forward to both of those. Uh, have you guys seen what? Sorry, I don't mean to derail this, but why not? It's Friday. Have you seen what Fab from Millie Vanilli is up to these days? There's a great video out there of him actually singing "Blame It on the Rain" at a festival. Yeah, I like saw it. Singing voice is beautiful. Yeah, like he has then. developed some chops. You know that guy can bring it. Such a sad thing. I know. So sad about to rob. Yeah. Um, and now I mean, everybody just freaking lip syncs in, in pretty much yeah, every freaking live just... performance that you see. But back in the day, God forbid. God forbid. Um, so Adam Pierce made official Jay Uso and Grace Waller in the main event. Charlotte Flair had a backstage running while we had uh, uh, Chelsea and Sonia talking to Bianca. And then Charlotte wanted to get in because she wants uh, to make sure she's going to be in top form for their match at SummerSlam. So Bianca and Charlotte, can they coexist? Can they coexist? We haven't oh, yeah, had let's one go. this week. Can we have we had a can they coexist this week? We hadn't. So we needed to do it before so. we closed out the week. Well, Flair did a lot of wrestling in this and uh, kind of was oh trying God, to steal the spotlight. was lit. Yes. Uh, so Bianca and Charlotte won. They did coexist, barely. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the new tag champs, Sonia and Chelsea, got to wrestle. And they got pinned. And they got pinned. <laughs> Immediately. WWE gives no Fs about these belts. They switch them constantly, and now your champions are already cannon fodder. They have done everything to book this title division in reverse. It's just those titles will never matter, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were going somewhere with Chelsea and Sonia. I think they make Me sense too. as a tag team. I like them a lot. And then just to see them take this unnecessary L to advance a storyline that has nothing to do with them. It nothing. was absurd. I mean, the match was actually good. I fun. really enjoyed the action in the ring. But, uh, you know, when you're trying to when you're trying to get this tag team division, the, the women's to take off, when you have all these real tag teams that you called up from NXT and you're doing nothing with them, 
So yeah. to put them in this to advance the storyline, it's just silly. It's just uh whatever. Uh backstage, we had Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. <laughs> I love this so much. Yes, sir. Suited and booted. Nation of Domination reboots coming. Let's your way. go. Let's go. Yeah, Please. Dro- yes, and he dropped the mellow and trick name. They didn't like the fit in Anthony Hopkins. You know, whatever. But they, they courtesy of Bobby Lashley, suits. Angelo Dawkins. Incredible. Not yeah, Anthony sorry. Hopkins. Sorry, I leave me alone. <laughs> he should join the nation. I say Anthony Hopkins. He should though. Hannibal Lecter should join the nation domination. Hell yeah. <laughs> By any means necessary. <laughs> You're the first Make person it happen. to ever confuse Angelo Dawkins and Anthony Hopkins. No, because I'm watching horror movies. The 90% of the time I'm not watching wrestling. So that would be what's on my brain. Where's Angelo uh, Dawkins in Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, the whole point is he got suits on Bobby Lashley's time. Yes. Bob- Bobby's the, the Street Profits new sugar daddy. <laughs> I, I hope that's not the staple, but that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Sugar Daddy Bobby. He they no. take advantage of him and he's like, oh my God. Yeah, I kind of no, want to see it. Should absolutely make that seem like the weird angle at first, where he's like, he's buying us a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> what do you think is going on here? You know? And they're going out do to they eat. start calling him daddy eventually? <laughs> what? I mean, immediately they would have to do it. <laughs> okay we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> um so then we had bailey backstage talking with eo who had her briefcase on her oscar interrupted oscar was in such a good mood oscar's great I know. she was unhinged yes uh but bailey was worried because um shotzi Left her like a ransom note looking message with locks of her green hair in it. I thought it was a burn book. When she first put oh. it out, it looked like the like the gothic mean girls burn book. It looked hair. like a ransom note. Like she yeah. kidnapped somebody and <laughs> Bailey needed oh, to she's pay just up for it. the briefcase, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got scared, but Asuka was the star of this. As she should be. She is the yeah, winner champion. Great. But she was awesome in this segment. Calvin R. Alexander, $5 super chat saying indie wrestler Kaya Makaya uh, McKenna makes a cameo appearance in that segment. Oh, with the, uh, the suits. Yeah. Mm. Alicia A. likes the sugar daddy storyline. I think that's that is golden. Man, no, I, the street prompt has been put on the black burner for too long to be sugar babies in a no, Bobby no, Lashley no, no. storyline. I'm not saying that's the end of it, but the thing is he keeps doing these lavish things and Angelo... <laughs> You know, and Montez are like, why is he doing this? Like, this is kind of like, and one of them's like concerned, but the other one's like, I don't know, live it up, man. Let's get two lobster tails. It's on yeah. Daddy Lashley's dime, you know? <laughs> and then finally, he's like, I want to form a new nation of domination. Like, it can end there. <laughs> like, out of, out of left field. They... <laughs> no, but this is what he's getting at. This is what he's, why he's doing all this, you right. know, he in bankruptcy. Like a guy that started in sync in the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, whatever his name was, Lumen or whatever. Yeah, there was that guy, that the, the Mickey Mouse Club guy. Yeah, well, he wouldn't pay them, but he would take them out for really lavish dinners. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny. Be like, yo, so where, where's the bag? And it's like, uh, let's not talk about that. Look at these new watches I got for you. Yeah. And they're like fake Rolexes. Well, remember yeah. when, didn't 
kind of, well, that wasn't the same story, but didn't Seth kind of do something similar with Jay and Jay's security where he bought them the car, oh, yeah, the yeah. iPhones, the yeah. Apple Watches? <laughs> I mean, WWE recycles things all the time, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Boys got a uh, cash app? Yes. <laughs> Boys got a cash Venmo, PayPal, we got them all. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to give you a little bit, you know, a little bit of a wham walking around money. You know, it's, it's like an allowance, you know, but don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just yes, sure Lou Pearlman, care. Alicia A in the chat. Yeah. They've been showing Dark Side of the 2000s, which is really good. And they did talk about Lou Pearlman on one of the episodes, I think, when they were talking about TRL. And yeah, he's the yeah. guy. There's an excellent YouTube premium documentary. Yes, the one Lance Bastard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, check that out. Very good. Um, so LA Knight walked into Adam Pierce's office and he wanted to be an, he added to the Battle Royal SummerSlam. But uh Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. both Sheamus and LA Knight are gonna be added, and they're gonna have a singles match next week. Can't wait. Even LA Knight knows that these battle royals are so pointless that he was like, Well, if you want to make it mean something, you might want to add me on there. <laughs> LA Knight was like, if you at least want the crowd to pop once during this battle royal, put me in. <laughs> For me, coach. <laughs> okay, so here's the question: because creative seems to like being Lucy with the football and pulling it away before Charlie Brown goes to kick it every time. Um, who do they have win the battle royal instead of LA Knight to get that Sheamus. crowd heat? Yeah, it might be Sheamus. It might be. I don't know who's in it. Have they? Did they announce who's no. all in the battle royal? Everybody who's not on SummerSlam, basically. Butch I mean, Grayson maybe? Waller would be the big, like, cool. obvious middle finger. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Grayson Waller winning. If if they have to keep pulling the rug under LA Knight, Grayson Waller could use a big win like that because he's done nothing yeah, he but could. lose. Yep, agreed. Yeah. So we got it here. Exclusive on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Dylan Matthews has come up with the neck oh, tattoo. My, my neck tattoo's ready? No. Yes. What Applebee's the- logo. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what logo is this? It's the Applebee's logo. I like how red it looks on my neck. Listen, if you could guarantee that level of redness on my dark, beautiful skin, I would get an Applebee's neck tattoo tomorrow. Let's wow. go. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> oh, that just made my day. Eating good in the neighborhood. So you to be buying my dinner next week. Yes. Yeah. Gonna FaceTime Glenn. We're gonna FaceTime Glenn drunk like we did from LA. Uh oh, I'll be I'll be in Northern California next week. So we really fun. did FaceTime Glenn. Yeah, from LA. We'll get you some dinner too, Glenn. You'll be eating. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, Carl Carl Anderson took on Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Karrion Cross's hair continues to grow out. Issa, yeah. what profession does Karrion Cross look like now with this new longer hair? Uh, youth council person. <laughs> like a youth pastor who yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. all the bad decisions they made in life, but yeah. now they're here to like you know help you stay on the straight and narrow. Yeah, you know, like they wear the long sleeves so you can see their tattoos. You can't, exactly. They look, kind of, yeah, they look kind of unhinged with the hair and all that. That's that's the vibes that he was giving me this week. And a lot of like I made these mistakes, so you don't have to. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. You know, and they'll do the thing where they tell the story about the bender and the drugs. And yeah, for yeah. a second, they're thinking like, yeah, that was a really good time. But that was all in the past. And then they had to ask the teenager, hey, can you give me a ride home? Because I'm not allowed to drive. <laughs> After... <laughs> After they speak, I mean, like, hey, you think your parents can give me a ride home? 
You have some work on my bike. Shave your head again, Carrying Cross. You look so much more menacing. I actually prefer. I agree that he looked more menacing with the shaved head, but I've kind of given up on that Carrying Cross as WWE has, and I kind of like this reinvented Carrying Cross. There was a length of hair that I like. This isn't it. The, I didn't like bold, but there was like uh, I remember when he first started growing it out. I thought it looked good. Now it's just getting a little weird. Yeah, so that in between. You're no, stage. you're no AJ Styles. You know what I mean. Maybe that's where they're going. Yeah, say maybe that's the end of this. Is he's gonna be like he's gonna single white female AJ Styles? Mm. AJ Styles. He does seem obsessed. He's like choking all car and this one yelling AJ Styles, and I was like, this is okay, (laughs) creepy. Yeah, so he's gonna get the same hair in them from behind. Gals and Anderson walk up and they're like AJ, and he turns around as carrying cross. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) that would be pretty dope. He's got a new finisher. It's, it's an overproduction. It's, he's got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's a pump handle slam into a power slam into a DDT. Like the best finisher come out of nowhere. Come on. Yeah. You could go to the concession stand and come back and he's still hitting the finisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the final prayer. Yes. The final what prayer. he teaches. The hey, kids well, there you go. Castles. Yeah. <laughs> he is a youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he beat Karrion Cross. Wait, Carl Anderson won? No, he beat Carl Anderson. No, Karrion Kross uh, uh, oh. Cross won and beat Carl Anderson. Sorry. He won? Wow. Karrion Cross, dominant. I know. This Who is the thought? most dominant he's been since he was in NXT. Yeah, it's good for Karrion. Um, the OC came down to provide a helping hand to Anderson. I always forget about his matches. Like, I don't know if he's won or lost. Like, I don't know. I feel like my memory, selective memory, just purposely forgets about his segments. <laughs> I feel like he's been booked reasonably well, but it's I all think... these feuds that kind of. What happened to the tarot cards? I'm very interested yeah. in buying a WWE deck of tarot cards. I'd like it. I'd get one. I'd get one tarot card. Yes. I can do and a the... one card read for you. And, oh, anyway. you <laughs> and then we need a WWE themed garbage pail kids. <laughs> uh. Calvin R. Alexander, $5. Carmen Petrovic made her level up debut tonight. Reminds me of a young Trish Stratus. Wow, high praise. I'm going to have to check that out. Does she yeah. have the face mask? Is that why, Kelvin? Does she have a face mask? Mm. <laughs> what was that laugh, Isa? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember how they have a book, Trish versus Becky. And, yes, but you said Teh. And, and, yeah, because I'm thinking of the Raw Women's Division. Yeah. ADHD. Have they not booked that like you're over here and my brain is already 10 thoughts ahead. No, and they haven't booked anything for Rhea either. So yeah. from that comment, my brain went like, damn, they haven't booked Becky and Trish. And then I thought, damn it, Rhea doesn't have anything. And then I thought, damn, Rhea versus Becky would have been incredible. And that's that's as far as I got until Glenn caught me like spacing out. So what did you think of Jay Uso versus Grace Waller? And specifically, Alfred, what did you think of the finish after Roman caused that distraction? It was fine. I think uh, it's the best spear you'll see on SmackDown from Jay Uso. And uh, I thought the match was, it was a match. It was fine. It was good. I felt like the crowd heat wasn't what I've been coming to expect for, you know, Jay Uso bloodline type matches, but they got him toward the end. And I really do like, you're going to like this, Issa. I really do like that finisher that, uh, Roman and Solo use. I think yeah. they need to name it now. They got to come up with a name for it because it's really cool. The spear and spear. Yeah. Um, 
I love how you said that's the best beer you're going to see from Jay Uso because that is the best beer you're going to no, see I said from Jay Uso. the best beer on SmackDown from anybody. From Jay Uso. You said from Jay Uso. You were very yeah, sure. clear about your words. I can clip it. Um, Him or anybody else. I want to give all the shout out and the respect to SmackDown because if you're going to do a distraction, there's nobody more distracting the Roman Reigns. So, major applause. There's no, nobody could get anything done. No, I think if our, if our truth had showed up, people would have seen that coming less. That would have been a I don't think you're understanding the distraction I was talking. Anyways. Why did Roman Reigns sit down and he allowed that senior citizen Paul Heyman to stand up? This is a senior citizen. Why wasn't there a chair for Paul Heyman? Because he should have brought his own chair. I don't agree. I agree. He doesn't get paid to like sit down. No, and they need to get Dalton Castle and the boys out there and Paul can sit on <laughs> yeah. the boys. Yeah, there you go. Sit on their backs. Yes. I absolutely loved what Solo and Roman did. Um, I did like I don't know. There was a little bit of an intensity behind Jay Uso more in action than in words today. I don't know that his promo or what he did work for me. Like it, it's cute, okay? The haha, I already beat you. Like it's cute, but it's not the intensity that I need for this particular storyline and what you're trying to sell me, right? So in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying this from Jay. It's weak. If you want me to buy him as somebody, which I don't, but if you want me to buy him as somebody that has a chance, now here at the end. I, I bought this Jey Uso a lot more than their opening segment interaction. Mm. I mean, I liked uh, the idea of, I like Solo surprise attacking Jay after he won tonight and then Jay avoiding the strike, but Roman then getting into it. I don't know. I thought this played out kind of kind of nice um, where yeah. Jay got his moment of looking dominant, but then uh, Solo and Roman did the one too. Love the chance of you got pinned directed at Roman Reigns. Is that what they were saying? Yeah. You Beautiful. Sure? Beautiful. Well, what do you think they were saying? Boo Ernest? Saying, no, they were saying what something were they else. Saying? What were you I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> that Go back and say. listen. Go back and listen. This was good. I'm excited for SummerSlam, but honestly, I'm a little more excited for NXT's Great American Bash on Sunday. That'll be fun. That will be fun. The champ, Dirty Dom. You think Dom? Let's let's get on the card of uh, Great American Bash. Let's yes, talk about please. This. Since you weren't here on Tuesday, I know. Let's talk about what we got. Uh, we've got an eight-person mixed tag match of Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, Ulysses Leone, and Valentina Feroz versus the Metaphor. metaphor. Let's go, Noam Dar, Oramensa, Jakar Jackson, Lash Legend. Noam Dar has snapped out of it. Woo! Yeah, the undisputed with champion the fake, with the with the fake. Uh, cup that they gave him he's no back. that's the real cup he's the real mvp okay i think noam dar and his team win yeah. what about dirty dominic mysterio defending his nxt north american championship against wesley and mustafa ali dirty gotta dom be wins. dirty dom that's gotta got be dirty dom. Dom. gonna win like it would be such a waste to just have him drop it this soon He's not yeah, dropping the, anytime soon. They're like the numbers gonna... that NXT is doing right now. Sorry, Alfred. It's insane. No, 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 I right. think they have a lot to do with it. Yeah, and they're probably going to use this to keep the tension between Mustafa Ali and Wes Lee, which makes complete sense. I think they're going to cancel each other out. Yeah. What about Tiffany Stratton versus Thea Hale for the NXT Women's Championship in a submission match? I don't see Tiffany dropping the title this soon. I'm very curious because I don't think we've ever seen her submit anyone. So I'm very curious if she's going, right? She always wins with pinfall. So yeah. I want to see what she is going to come up with here. 
I think this is going to be her new finisher too. I think Tiffany's going to win by submission and we're going to see this going forward as a submission. But I think Thea Hale is on her way to becoming Mm -hmm. the new Bailey. Oh yeah. That's a good comparison. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, it seemed like they were going to do that originally with Cora Jade. That's just been a couple of though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, well, no, Bailey, like on Adderall. Yeah. (laughs) Legal substances that chase you only, Issa. I'm not saying it was her prescription, but somebody prescribed it, is what I'm saying. Uh, no, Thea Hale's great. I think uh, I think she's she going to continue to get over even in losing. And I think Tiffany this feud has done a lot for her, so I'm excited for her, but I don't see Tiffany Stratton dropping that bell quite yeah, yet. Yeah, it's too soon. Um, especially because the last champions didn't hold it for an extraordinarily long amount. Of time. Right. Gallus versus the family, Tony D'Angelo and Stax. Say no more. We should all yeah, say it at the know. count of three. One, two, three. The Daniels. Stacks and Tony. Yes, the family. The family. Let's go, family. Do you know how many family chants I heard last night at the ICP show? <laughs> everyone to every opener was like family, fam-, like everyone. They just ran into the oh. ground. Insane. <laughs> Literally. Insane. Yes. Uh, Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, no. <laughs> Gable Stevenson in a squash. If they lay, if they let him kick out at the end of days, you guys will never hear the end of it from me. I just, I'm letting you know ahead of time. He's gonna kick if out. If it's a one. squash, he's, like he's kicking out. If it's a days. squash, then make it a squash. Do not have Baron Corbin hit the end of. Days. No, no, he should. He should hit it early. Gable have him roll out. out. Have him roll out. Don't have him kick out. Like have him figure out a way to like buy himself some time. But that should shock Baron so much right. that then he just like gets distracted and loses. Right. Like that's an easy way to do this and have Corbin still. I'm work. looking forward to see what he can do in the ring. And I think Baron Corbin is the right person to put him in there mm-hmm. with for his first time. Definitely. Definitely. Uh Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport in a weapons wild match. Roxanne. Uh Blair, because I think this is gonna be a longer feud. So I expect Blair to win. If this doesn't end in the parking lot, I want my money back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a different side of Roxanne here. So I'm gonna pick Roxanne. I like I mm. like this version of Roxanne where I still she's still likable, she's still a face, but she's showing more aggressiveness. She's not just the girl that loves to wrestle that went to Booker T school anymore. Like now she's showing a, a different side of her. I'm appreciating that. Yeah. yeah. And then the NXT Championship match, Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams against Ilya Dragunov. Mello. I, I, I want it to be Mello, but are we worried about Trick and Mello having some tension based on what they're teasing between Mello and Dragunov? Because I don't want to break them up. I like them mm. together. And it feels like yeah. something might play out here. I hope not. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because they did kind of have some tense exchanges, but I, mm-hmm. I think that's just how they're trying to get Ilya Dragunov over and an excuse to have him beat both of them up. But I hope that Melo retains. Me as well. What about you, Glenn? Yeah, I think uh, Melo should hold on to it a little bit longer. What were you going to say, Alfred? I was going to say maybe they're calling Trick and Melo up. They have mentioned them on TV now. They were with Bobby Lashley last week. So if that's Ooh. the case, I wouldn't have too much of a problem with it. Otherwise, unless they're calling up Trick and Mellow to be part of the Nation of Domination, then I'd rather them stay in NXT. If they're going to have Mellow drop to get called up, 
then he needs to drop on Sunday and we need to see him like on Friday on a segment with Bobby yeah. Lashley. Like, don't make us wait. Don't make us forget about them for a little bit. Like, put him on TV immediately. If not, then keep the title on Melo because he is him. What if Bobby started taking out Trick and Melo and then Dawkins and Ford got jealous? Oh, <laughs> just pits them against each other. He's got what enough for he- everybody. No, what if he buys like better things for Trick and Melo, like more higher up designer things, and then he shops at Target for like the street profits? <laughs> I want to see this feud because I like how we're booking this. Where and Bobby's like, y'all can call me daddy. It's cool, <laughs> you know. And then they're like, Rolex says for like Trick and Melo, and like yeah. Casio watches for the street profit. <laughs> yeah, and then the street profits are like, why doesn't Bobby love us like he used to? <laughs> not buying us nice things anymore this could be like daddy. the black bloodline it's like Bobby Lashley is a manipulator and whenever he likes somebody he buys them nice things and when he's on the outs they get the marshals <laughs> marshals because it's got to be like outdated fashion not so outdated it's retro not like here's a <laughs> uh, crushed velvet uh, pastel fat farm tracksuit because that's kind of retro and cool. It's got to be like, here's something that was really in like three years ago that's now out that he gets for him. And he's like, I got a deal. I know a guy, you know? Oh my God, they should do that. Um, <laughs> feel, but with girls. And then you buy them like cancel influencers makeup that always ends up in Marshalls after they get canceled online. <laughs> I, I have a blast. That's the only reason why I go to those stores just to see whose line of makeup I find. <laughs> They really do. That's how you know if they got really canceled or not. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, I think uh, this is going to be great on Sunday. Looking forward to it. And uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday. Talk about NXT, all the fallout. Issa, what do you want to plug? What do you got going on? Uh, NYC Demon Diva. And you guys should subscribe to my YouTube. I'll be doing <laughs> a great uh, American Bash Watch along on my channel. Puerto Rico, I'll be at WWC tomorrow in Mocha. Let's go. I'll be in Detroit next week, collecting my debt from Alfred. There you go. Hey. Alfred, what do you want to play? Yes, I, I too will be in Detroit next week. Check out my Cody Rhodes interview on Forbes and Pro Wrestling Bit. It's coming within the next couple of days. I just posted a Pro Wrestling Bit on uh, the Nation of Domination, which I continue to be obsessed with. It is a pipe dream. I don't expect WWE to do it, but I did lay out the case for it. And then I'm going to be talking about Jade Cargill a little later this weekend as far as if she's outside of the wrestling bubble forever. This is a developing story, mm. ladies and gentlemen. So check it out. Follow me on Twitter at This Is Nasty. There you go. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we will catch you back next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.